Tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. I don't think I've seen Sean not in that vest in about four months. <laughs> that's <laughs> are you that's probably now? true. <laughs> like, it's incredibly <laughs> it's versatile. warm, and uh, I can put all my yeah. creature comforts in it. I got my toothpicks and my AirPods. And... Yesterday in the morning, I saw him wearing it over a hoodie, and I asked if it was a jacket, because I thought it was like a new... Piece. I like the idea that you have modular apparel outfit pieces all in the same shade of black. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly the, the that's exactly the goal. Out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed, call Andy and Kelly. Free business paper needs or Dunder Mifflin. The people versus paper people Dunder Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and secretary for Knights of the Night, Sean Roney. <laughs> that was fine. Dang it. <laughs> I knew what he was going to do. Well, I mean, that. that's exactly it. That's it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, well, you could be the leader of Knights of the Night. All right. Well, hold on. With the weird, weird voice. The weird leader. With, I'll be, I'm your host and leader with the weird voice, Sean Roney. <laughs> Just give me. Uh, <laughs> this isn't getting cut. Sorry. I know. I know it is. Oh, it's not getting oh, cut? Oh, it's not getting cut. All right. Well, uh, all right. You want to take it again? <laughs> all right. We're doing this live. I, we'll do it live. Here we go. go I'm ahead, your Sean. host. I'm your host and leader with the weird voice, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin Jay's DJ at the skating rink. <laughs> and with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. Hey, what book is that? Cool. Let's hang out tonight. Sex already? Whoa. <laughs> Every week, we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. Uh, this week, we'll be talking about uh, Ultimatum from Season 7, and then we'll head to the conference room, where we'll talk about spirit. a uh, question from our Patreon uh, subscriber about uh, spirit animals uh, yeah. for characters of The Office, and then... Um, Did you guys make a list for that? No, I'm going off the cuff. Okay, cool. Me too. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, got a list of animals and a list of characters on the office, yeah. and <laughs> we'll go from there. <laughs> think we draw lines between them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we'll talk about our own personal New Year's resolutions, oh. as it is the new year, as it is, and that is what happens in Ultimatum. And uh, if uh, time permitting, we'll finish up with a little listener-provided trivia before sure. we get started. Though, any housekeeping uh, at the top here, Alex? Well, if you can tell by the tone in our voice and maybe the bleed into the other microphones, we're in the same room <laughs> yeah. right now, baby. <laughs> That's right. First time in a long time. First time, long time. Edwin's been back for the for the holidays. Edwin's back in the motherland. Despite mm-hmm. Portland's... That's not true. I'm back in the fatherland. <laughs> despite Portland... <laughs> yeah, it's true. Despite Portland's uh, repeated attempts to keep you out of Portland mm-hmm. because of, of delayed flights, canceled flights, and the like. Uh, but we're here. We did it, guys. And we're yeah. also... We're also sipping on um, our Ryan started the fire, the beer that we brewed with yes. Lady Justice Brewing this in Aurora. Is the, 
Yeah, we're actually drinking the aged version of the smoked mm. porter that we helped make earlier this year. Last year. Uh, well, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> earlier last year uh, in 2022. And, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's really, really, really nice to be sitting here with you guys. New Year, same <laughs> us, but <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing to be in the same room with you guys around the table again. It's hard to... It's it's kind of hard to remember that we used to do this together around the same table every week. All the start of the show. I know. It feels like years ago. I and mean, granted, it was years ago now, but it feels like a lifetime ago. We say. started in Alex's attic, and then we moved down to his just the dining room. But it, and then <laughs> I agree, it did feel like an attic, but it, it was, was just a very attic-like. Yeah. Um, and then we did it in an Airstream trailer for a long time. That's right. Yeah. Um, and then from there then, we were. Back in your kitchen, I think. I Back think in my kitchen, because they closed the airstream. Or at the kitchen, they table, sure I did. Say. Um, and then I, then I left. And then you left, and then it was Zoom. Well, we just started doing Zoom pandemic. Pandemic, yeah, pandemic yeah, that's yes. right. And we're that's like, right. well, we don't have to get together mm-hmm. anymore. It's much better this way. Yeah. In person. Yeah. Oh, for the recording. Oh, our show's better. Well, just, it's more fun for <laughs> it me is. personally. I agree. <laughs> this housekeeping has become a brief history of our recording habits. Yeah, we, um, maybe, we were thinking maybe we'll end the show know. with a little review, but <laughs> I guess we just Here did we it. Go. We're there we now. go. Here we go. Here we go. I feel like we're forgetting a couple. Well, we've done our retreats, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we recorded in Denver. Or in, uh, in Colorado. In Denver. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Do in, we ever record the brewery. Mm-hmm. Do we ever record your, your house ever, mm-hmm. Sean? I don't think We've recorded around a table at a campfire. Oh yeah, right at campsites. Yeah, campsite. Yeah, mm-hmm. been all over the map. That's true. You two both have recorded from a cruise, cruise ship. ships. <laughs> cruise ships. I yes. record. I recorded in a van outside of a library in the I desert. That. Yeah. Uh huh. That was my wow. most memorable one. Yeah. Sipping off that uh, public library Wi-Fi <laughs> that barely, so shady. Barely, yeah, barely reached. <laughs> but we got well, the job done. And now we're here. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're, we're we're in a living room. Yeah. This is really great. So, anyways. Um, good to be here. Any more housekeeping? Just go ahead and check us out on Patreon. If you like this show, support us on Patreon. There's a bunch of extra content. We'll tell you more about it at the end. Let's just get into it for now. Uh, this is ultimatum. Web. <laughs> uh, this is ultimatum. It's season seven, episode thirteen. It aired on January twentieth, two thousand eleven. Happy New Year's, by the way. Happy New Happy Year's. New Year's. <laughs> oh, it was kind of a New Year episode, probably. But uh, and <laughs> January twentieth. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, written by. Did you watch? <laughs> did you watch the episode? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, okay, anyways, Sorry, no, I don't know. Oh, goodness. Uh, written by Carrie Kemper, uh, who, of course, is Ellie Kemper's sister, um, and directed by David Rogers. These are expensive Ray-Bans, asshole. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's that guy. Um, so <laughs> Nice. Uh, so, so there you go. Edwin. Why are we talking about Ultimatum this week? Well, as Sean has suddenly realized, this is a New Year's episode of The Office, um, one in which they talk about New Year's resolutions, and uh, it seemed perfectly fitting, given that we are just uh, days into January of 2023, that we should talk about this one to kick off the new year. Yeah, we're recording this on the 2nd, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. so just yesterday, uh, we, we, we were able to all get, maybe you saw on our Instagram, but we were all able to, to be in person, too, for New Year's, and that was really had a nice. great time. Um we posted that picture. If you could send that to me, I might I might just post it on my mm-hmm. post it again. on the grid. Post it Dude, every the day. Grid, that's what the kids say, right? <laughs> yeah. Man, back that used to just be what Instagram was. That's the grid. Right. 
Um, better times. But yeah, we're we're fresh. We're 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 a day right now. By the time this comes out, a few days into the New Year's. Mm-hmm. Um, are you guys? Are you are you resolution makers? We'll, we'll talk oh, yeah. about this later. But we'll in general, are you? Okay, we'll get into okay. it. Yeah, because yep. they are in the office, or at least Pam wants them to be. It does seem like when she introduces the idea, it's almost like people don't even know what she's talking about. Like Dwight is like yeah. kind of <laughs> they've never heard it's of a new, new concept resolutions. to him. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm, you know what? I jumped over the open. Do you want to start with the cold open? Yeah, I jumped we definitely right over. need to yeah. start with the per- cold open. Um, Next cold up, o- Secretary Shrew will read the minutes from Sunday's meeting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a, a, a cold open with some uh, with some self awareness from Dwight. <laughs> I, I thought that too. <laughs> which is, uh, which is, it like, you know, this is season seven. We've been we've been doing this for a while now, and uh, I love how they mix it up with this. <laughs> Dwight just beats Jim to the punch. Mm-hmm. Well, you've, we've never really seen Dwight um, be not ashamed, but he's usually pretty upfront, and and his conviction in his hobbies and his interests, however nerdy they might seem, he's always pretty. He's not ashamed of them. He's he's proud of them. He's like, yes, this is what I like. It is good. Right. This is the first time I feel like the insecurities uh, yes, are bubbling. He's up. embarrassed, and he feels like. Jim's has seen a part of his life you know, he didn't want anyone to know mm-hmm. about. Yeah, Dwight usually is very proud in the way he carries himself in this kind of thing, the way he dresses as a sheriff's volunteer deputy. Yes. And there are bits and pieces of this and shades of this over the course of the show, I think kind of starting in the company picnic episode when Rolf goes in really hard again on Angela and starts making fun of her a lot, and he, he kind of has to step in and be like, okay, that, mm-hmm. that's enough. Um, I think with this, same sort of thing. He's, he's really... Um, on the defensive really quickly when Jim shows up. Jim is kind of like has that almost like struck fear in Dwight's heart a little bit yeah. um, with this kind of thing. Um, and then again, we see it a little later when uh, Dwight brings in all his friends to interview for salesmen. He realizes that not all of them, that none of them are, are really Dunder Mifflin sales material mm-hmm. um, the way that he thinks they are. So it makes sense that, uh, and, and then there are other instances too of where like little things from Dwight's personal life get kind of exposed. For example, on Google Earth when they're both on the seesaw. Oh, yeah. That's, um, yeah. yeah. So I think this is a version of that. And Dwight is just jumping up pre- uh, preemptively to try to stop Jim from making fun, even though Jim is just kind of looking in. Yeah. Right. Y- you think if anyone else walked in, Dwight probably wouldn't care. I don't, I don't think, you know, I mean, Jim has a personal, like, you know, has personal beef with Dwight. I don't think he's going to go after. I mean, he's not a that level of a bully he's not going to go after a bunch of strangers i think uh many other times on this show we've talked about how jim kind of goes in pretty hard on dwight a lot of the time yes um but this is one where it's kind of funny because he doesn't he just kind of says oh that sounds fun there isn't even like a lot of sarcasm in his voice Mm -mm. um or there's a couple looks to the camera but yeah yeah it's expected. I, think, I think it's also true that there's a large group of strangers there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not as if um, it's not the same as in every every day in the office where Jim mm-hmm. steals Dwight's uh, purple belt, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just going to say the karate is a whole nother time where mm-hmm. he's very proud about uh, being in karate with kids like yeah. in that class and mm-hmm. no self-awareness. There. Yeah. But he's still like it's karate. So it's cool. Yeah. And this the th- it's funny because it is just. <laughs> It is just Jim is the only person he wouldn't mm. want to see this because clearly he's invited the camera crew to come film his meeting yeah. of nights in the night and cover <laughs> yeah. them and cover them going about their night. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there's the shot of Dwight walking by the bar, you know, and the kids are throwing stuff at him. Mm-hmm. So he's yeah. clearly been like, can you guys come just document a night in our in our world? Here? I like to think that Dwight is have is having a whole moment here where like he's <laughs> yeah. realizing like he's invited the camera crew to come out and film him. Yeah. 
he gets bullied by teenagers while yeah. they're shooting, right? Yeah. Which he is aware of. But he, he brush he brushes <laughs> it off. He's like he I'm, brushes. He it looks off. very used to that. He's explaining that they set out to find the Scranton Strangler. Mission accomplished. Not by us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he's. Mm-hmm. It's all maybe coming crashing down, and he's like, I shouldn't. This is. This looks bad. This looks stupid. <laughs> This it also kind of stands out to me a little bit. You talked about karate. I think it's worth mentioning that Dwight still is proud of his karate. He yes. has uh, he has the black belt ceremony at the office. Does his final kata forms at mm-hmm. the office, mm-hmm. um, even though he's come to realize with that the guy from people, White Lotus with the guy yeah. from White Lotus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Dominic DeGrasso. Yeah, yeah. Um, Imperioli. But most people don't spend ten years and forty thousand uh, dollars yeah. <laughs> trying to get their uh, their black belt. But at the same time. There's there's a a moment where Dwight is explaining what they are and he has that little badge on his on his uh like on his chest or over his heart. Oh yeah. And one season later he says to Robert California he doesn't accept the medal from Robert. So like mm. you think about Dwight's evolution and his journey and what things he's committing himself to and how he views himself and what sort of elements of decorum and honor he yeah. still believes in or doesn't believe in anymore. It's this is a kind of a unique point on the journey. Yeah, um, where he's part of this one society. That's, that's a funny way to look at it. That they, they, they've been able to weave in a little bit of character growth into this very yeah. silly, very quick mm-hmm. cold open, uh, which just makes it even funnier. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it makes I, I really love Knights of the Night. I don't know why it's it's so funny and <laughs> <Yeah>. so different. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I love the way they dress and the way they train and the way they play flashlight tag. Um, but also, if this had come up earlier in the show, I feel like it would have been more memorable in a way. Like mm. in, in in shows like this, when things come up near the end, it's r- rarely are they do they stand out as something like really signature from the show. I think Asian Jim might be an exception mm-hmm. as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the things, like what is the most signature sort of little things about Dwight in the office? Those always come at the beginning. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. That's a good yeah. point. Um, yeah. Go ahead and read it. Some people weren't here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love to. Yeah, the, the the leader is just unfazed by Jim's presence. Yeah, don't let your friend's <laughs> presence. Jim bother. wanted to bully him. That guy wouldn't have uh, let it. He wouldn't have yeah. stood for it. Yeah. I th- th- that moment is so good too. Well, they, Jim's like, oh come on, that sounds awesome. And he's like, it was pretty <laughs> fun. No, yeah, it was pretty cool. The way yeah. they all, the way they hold the, the flashlight. They is all funny. Funny. <laughs> but it's one of those things where you're like, oh yeah, does does Dwight have a ton of friends outside the office? <laughs> he does, but they're all in clubs. They're all yeah. in organizations. Yeah. Um, nice to see Dwight with some with some friends uh, who appears. <laughs> yeah. There's enough people Always in nice. Scranton who who are into being unarmed protectors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's more volunteer sheriffs and out there. And we're in trust to say we are unarmed. I know the world's <laughs> weirdest militia. <laughs> Nights of the night. Mm-hmm. God bless. They them. have militia's intent, like they intend to be a militia, <laughs> but they don't actually have any capability or weapons or anything. <laughs> Not malicious wow. intent. Yeah, no, I gotcha. That's yeah, really good, buddy. This is the kind of thing that happens when we're all together. I know, and I could reach out and pat you Edwin did. on the shoulder. Yeah, of how that good was that cool. was. Um. Well. Uh. So that's the cold open. Let's get into the meat of the ultimatum. This this episode is. You know, about Michael and Holly, uh, the ultimatum. Holly has let everyone know um, that she, and this was in the episode previous, that she told uh, uh, What's-His-Face AJ <laughs> that, you know, if he, if he doesn't propose, then they're going to break up. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so when we come back from the cold open, Michael is, again, the- a moment of self-awareness. Michael knows that he is going to freak out and is therefore right. uh, recording. Right. Either way, either way. Yeah. You know, he's 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 talking about burning it down even if he's happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So no matter what, he, he needs to, he needs to be pulled in. He needs to be calmed he down. He is going to need some talking down, and yep. no one does it better than himself. In a video, uh, of course. Now we have Aaron um, uh, doing the video instead of Pam. We've seen this before. We've seen uh, uh, an apology video yes. before. We've seen um, Michael make uh, the video with Dwight for his uh, soon for his son someday in case he dies. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, always love to see Michael making a video. Um, the watermark apology. I think, mm-hmm. Oh, you mentioned. Yeah, that. yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Diversity tomorrow. Yep. Yes. Um, so, uh, did we even, I mean, we did an episode called Michael's Movies, I think. Did we? I don't think so. It was, yeah, I swear it was God suggested to us that we do one on Michael's I videos. I don't know. Okay, Edwin's going to look. I swear we did one. Let's, let's not, let's keep going. Okay. We'll keep going. But anyways, but... anyways, this is a great scene. I love this scene. I love, uh, them. <laughs> anyways, killing well, Michael's yourself. Michael's Movies. I, no, I'm just kidding. We didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Playing with your food, please. Yeah, the the when he says, when he says uh, it seemed like a good idea, but it's not. Uh, that it's such a the that's like the Michael Aaron dynamic is perfect when she's just like snot, sorry, and he laughs too afterwards. Like, anyways, killing yourself. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, so it's not. It's, uh, it's funny that in this moment, Aaron is the only person that is called in to help him create and curate these boxes and videos um, for what will either be the best or worst day of Michael's life. And yes. you compare this when later on when Michael is going to propose and he's, he's um, consulted by Jim, Pam, and mm-hmm. Oscar. Mm-hmm. And the three of them are able to kind of curtail whatever his impulses are. But Aaron is just there to, to facilitate every yeah. little thing that he wants. Yeah. Including you have to imagine that Aaron drew the big happy face and the big sad face that he puts on either one of the boxes. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> that like it's not enough to have the boxes. You have to have them so labeled that one is happy and one is sad. Um, <laughs> and, you know, yeah, you think about it in the, in the past. This would have been Pam doing this yes. right in earlier seasons. And you think Pam would be trying to not control the situation, but maybe put some bumpers on it. Put yep. some put up some flame retardant around right. what, Michael and just it. like we're going to like Michael. She would try to talk him out of the entire feeling happy or sad of like, look, she's she's with someone else. Uh, Aaron is just like a teammate. Yeah. What, she's like, I'm your wingman. Whatever you need is going to happen. I'm ready with you. <laughs> Ukulele? Happy? And that's like... Yeah, that's Sad. Some, some, something to break. Something to break. <laughs> also, uh, Aaron, you know, jumping ahead a little bit, she celebrates with Michael when it happens. And then at the same time, near the end, when, when it has flipped back, she is just holding up the trash can and throwing things away mm-hmm. to Michael's whims. Where Pam, you imagine, would not have, you know, would not have been sprayed with champagne. <laughs> Yeah, on yeah. Well, one of the greatest office gifts yeah, yeah. of all time. Yeah. And number oh, yeah. two, she would have kept all that stuff in a drawer for when Michael wanted the next time. She yeah. wouldn't oh, have just yeah. thrown it away. But right. Aaron will throw it away right. mm-hmm. according to Michael's wishes. I think that's one of the big fundamental differences between them as receptionists. I've, I've talked about something that's specifically upsetting to me, which is when things are either new things or whole handfuls of cake, for instance, thrown in an empty trash can where there's clearly nothing else in the bin. <laughs> mm-hmm. And putting the two bottles of scotch in there is so hard to watch. Because and Aaron, Aaron has a sense about it. She's like, "Really, you want to? We're just gonna two brand new bottles that looks like like Johnny Walker Black uh-huh. Label or something. We're just going straight, straight in an office trash can with that clear plastic lighting. Yeah, someone's gonna just take that out. Ugh. Um, but you know, let's moving away from Michael and Aaron. I, yeah. I love this scene too. 
of Holly coming in, right? The whole office is aware, mm-hmm. not only of the ultimatum, but that Michael is interested in Holly and, um, and, uh, they're all, I guess they're all kind of rooting for, yeah. for him in a way. And so we get Kevin with the glove coming out. Holly's taking her gloves off and <laughs> Kevin going, congratulate. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Does anyone live in the moment more than Kevin? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> but yeah, I think this it plays on the fact that the office, you know, everyone is into everyone's business at this point. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. Uh, as Michael says, since when is this an office where we're into everyone else's personal lives <laughs> later on? And that's that's a big one. The camera's following. Everyone kind of knows. Everyone's kind of in on it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we we can all kind of see it play out. And this is, I think, something that Holly is kind of dealing with in this episode is like, not just what's going on in their personal life, but the fact that everyone seems to be watching and monitoring and reacting and having their own opinion on what's going on mm-hmm. with her and AJ and Michael. And it can't be easy mm-hmm. um, to go through that. Oh, my God. Yeah. No. It's, I mean, this is like harassment. <laughs> yeah. Totally. <laughs> like, it's just, I mean, it's totally. She holds up her ring fingers, you know. Hurrah! And Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, like, back, right back at you, bitch. <laughs> is that right the... back at you, bitch. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then that folds in with the New Year's resolution boards. I think like carbohydrates, <laughs> very cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that that that's one thing that I think is funny too. I mean, jumping into that storyline because they're going to merge yes. eventually. Yeah. Um, Pam brings that story the the New Year's resolution board, and Angela says the glitter is blinding. Oh, uh, she kind of holds up her yeah, <laughs> holds her face in front White of her. Says, Did your baby draw that? Yeah, I love. Yeah, they're all they're all kind of nobody's that into it and. I love that Pam is taking inspiration from the receptionist advanced refrigeration. And Sue? Phyllis is just, yeah. Sue just yeah. goes for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know Sue. She's not that great. <laughs> you know her husband's in a wheelchair. <laughs> Another moment from Phyllis where it's like, oh, Phyllis, Phyllis. there. You might be evil. I, I love it, man. It's, <laughs> love it it's so funny. It's so funny. Right. And this is, I mean, we we figure maybe this is a, this is a, I mean, we know Phyllis has some jealousy issues with the women who work in oh, Bob's yeah. office. So. Yeah. She's, well, and, she's got something on all of them in case she needs it. Well, yeah. And, you, and Phyllis in Vance Refrigeration Universe is the boss's wife. She's yeah. not oh, yeah. Phyllis as she is. Correct. She's queen. Um, yeah, exactly. She's <laughs> Mrs. Bob Vance. <laughs> Vance Refrigeration. Mm-hmm. You have a lot to learn about this town, honey. <laughs> It's made with real yeah. pine. Real pine. Uh, the sorting scene is is fantastic. Uh, a great trivia question to keep in your pocket. If you're out, you know, at a bar, get into an office discussion, be like, mm. what does Michael sort, happy or sad, in the ultimatum? <laughs> you know, because, uh, you know, or, or or even just this simple question, are, are gummy bears sad or happy to Michael mm. Scott? That's all you got to, a little trivia question for you, Dang, keep in the I pocket. Bears sad or happy? Come on. Come on, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> worms happy. Bears sad, worms happy. Which I agree. Uh, gummy worms have a lot more. Uh, they elicit a lot more joy in me. Than you can bears. bite them in half. Yeah, they're big. They're just a little more to chew on. <laughs> I'm of a different mind. I think bears have you worms have. Yeah, I mean, I do love Absolutely. a Haribo gummy bear. So that's a that's an all that's an all times mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> candy. Okay, so. Pam gets uh, everyone into this. This is a uh, like this is a great ensemble storyline. Um, everyone's kind of weighing in and giving their uh, uh, New Year's resolutions. This is another great trivia question. What's everyone's New Year's resolution? Think, which we will run through. I think before oh, yes. we should we jump into that whole conference room scene. We should talk okay. about the 
the fact that there is no ring and Michael reacts happy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yet he sees that he's confused. Yeah, because when they go in together, Michael is really upset. He's yeah. not. He's not in that positive mind. So that's right. He. Yeah, he gets Aaron happy, 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 and they start celebrating. And then it cuts to the bullpen where Pam is walking around handing out the cards, and there seems to be no reaction at all to what has happened. Right inside of they're um, screaming and (laughs) Michael's office. So maybe it's just so normal. Yeah, that crazy stuff happens in Michael's office every day. That there's no point in reacting. Good point. Um, But then, yeah, Michael tries to talk to Holly, and it turns out that. Well, we get yeah. well. Phyllis goes in to talk to Holly and have lunch with her, along with Aaron. Mm-hmm. Um, they explain that they both have been to Portugal, but not together. Well, because um, <laughs> Holly gets a call from AJ. Oh, right. And they sorry, talk sorry. about seeing yes. the movie, and then yeah, Michael. Uh, <laughs> he sends in Aaron and uh, Phyllis together, maybe to balance you out. Yeah. You think she'd talk to you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's, she's the kind of person who could talk to anyone. Yeah, anyone. she's really yeah. nice. She'll talk to anyone. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyways, uh, this is where we learn that uh, Holly has ditched the ultimatum. She realizes that it wasn't fair to give AJ an ultimatum, which I think is true and fair. Um, but, you know, you, we kind of get our first inkling that maybe something's not right, just the way that she's like, we're fine, just fine, which mm-hmm. kind of comes back later in the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but, of course, uh, this is extremely disappointing news to Michael Scott. Mm-hmm. The double blind. We also get Phyllis, Phyllis in that moment saying, you didn't even break up with him for a little while just to make him get you a present. <laughs> yeah, another little spice from Phyllis. Yeah. Yep. She's got moves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, of course, Michael is now upset and we head to the conference. Yeah, room. everyone has kind of made their resolutions at this point. Dwight has talked about They've all kind of reacted to everyone's as well. Dwight's meeting a loose woman. Yeah. Andy's cooking for one. Yeah. Angela's spending more time with the senator. Yeah. And that and meeting a loose woman is kind of an introduction to the C storyline of this episode, which is that Andy um, uh, is also uh, decided to meet a loose woman. And, uh, and Daryl pounces on this opportunity because his resolution is to read more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just looking for a ride to the bookstore. A ride to the bookstore so he can eat his PB and J in the car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, so we we head to the con. We'll get we'll come back to them later. Yeah, but we um, go into the conference room. Go into the conference room. Uh, Mike Michael coming in hot pretty quick. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know Michael <clears throat> in this episode, you know he does something that that Kevin tries to do, and Oscar kind of helps Kevin try to do, which is. You know, create metaphors for what is actually <laughs> yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, I'm sorry, I did such a horrorish job filling out the form. That's what I'm referring to. Mm-hmm. Um, when Oscar's like, you know, it just didn't hold. But Michael actually does this kind of cleverly twice, right? In this in this conference room, and then after in his office later with with Creed and Kevin and Holly. Um, but he uh, is just viciously attacking everyone who was not living up to their. Yes. Uh, New Year's resolutions, mainly Creed and Kevin. Yes, mm-hmm. by and, and and promoting his own uh, commitment to New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boom, twelve blood everywhere. January first. <laughs> Boom, blood everywhere. Yeah, and I mean we have he challenges Creed to do the cartwheel. He challenges Kevin to eat more vegetables. Do you guys know what the other resolutions are? Yeah, I, have, I do. I, I do I have, have a list here. here. Okay. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, so so Andy, would you like to let us? Know? Yeah, yeah. L- let's go through it he, now. Andy is going to cook for one at first. This um, isn't a pity party. It's not a party at all. It's just sad. <laughs> just sad. Some people don't just meet someone, Pam. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Uh, Angela says, "Make time for romance with the senator." Uh, Creed says, "Do a perfect cartwheel." Daryl's is read more. Dwight meet a loose woman. Aaron learn a new wood word every single day, and it is going immensely. <laughs> Uh, Gabe, be less squeamish around people's dogs and babies. <laughs> I, uh, Joe Bennett's dogs really did a number. Right? Yeah. Uh, Holly's is cross train. Uh, Jim is bike more. Makes you wonder about Joe Bennett's babies. <laughs> I like I like Gabe. Jim's bike more because that's echoing back to season three yeah. when you got into ah. biking because of Josh. Mm-hmm. And he probably didn't do it since he left Stanford. Yeah. Well, yeah. and he talks about like one, like his fantasy with the bike shop and right. everything. Yeah. yeah. This might also be after Oscar made a big deal about him biking to work, too. I literally feel like a tourist in my own city. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. I love Pam's. Yeah. Uh, Kelly, get more attention by any means necessary. Uh, Kevin, eat more vegetables. Marith, two cigarettes a day. <laughs> which, which makes a lot more sense when she starts... Hitting her pack of cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, if you're not doing it. <laughs> Michael's is floss and then later never make Holly cry. Mm-hmm. Oscar is finish the living room. Pam, Pam's is drink less caffeine. Phyllis is yoga lessons with Bob. Oh, yeah. Ryan, live life like it's an art project. <laughs> later a fart project. <laughs> mm-hmm. And finally, Stanley, be a better husband and boyfriend. <laughs> boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that is a really good one um uh someone put made that list on reddit or put the whole list up on reddit mm-hmm. and the top comment to that list is nice job listing these you've done immensely <laughs> nice. um yeah uh and then so anyways uh michael is going after everyone in the in the conference room um i love <laughs> michael says what is wrong with you people? Can't you stick to anything? Aaron, I want you to go to the kitchen and get me some vegetables. Creed, you say you want to do a cartwheel? Nothing's stopping you. Come on, old man. Do a cartwheel. <laughs> You're just going to somersault around for the rest of your life. And you know what's going to be on your tombstone? Loser. <laughs> and then Aaron that comes... vicious. My tombstone's already made. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And then Aaron comes back, and then Kevin gets the broccoli, and Aaron just dumps them all on the chair. Like Love just it. an exposed head of what cabbage. Yeah. And, yeah. Why is there cabbage in the work Again, fridge? That yeah, doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, loose, pro- loose produce. The, a, a similar thing where Aaron is going to execute whatever Michael asks her to do. Yes, or tells exactly. Her. Literally, whatever she, he says. She, and she's kind of trying to match his mm-hmm. his his energy. We see know? it later when she follows Phyllis's lead. <laughs> too closely. Yeah. <laughs> went to Portugal. I went to Portugal. Closely. You both went <laughs> together? But then, yep. And yep. then Kevin tries to eat the back end of the broccoli. Michael turns it around for him and it's just... Stuffing it into his mouth. How am I supposed? This is a new food for me. How am I else should I eat it? And they all—they all just kind of say the other, the other way. And then, uh, and he again, says, "I ate some of the fluffy part." <laughs> yeah, Can just I be done? an extended moment like this. We want cheese whiz hollandaise and spits out the broccoli all over the carpet. We mm-hmm. we've talked about this, but any moment you get a collective groan from the whole ensemble, <laughs> it's a perfect one. And this is a great one. Yep, yep. just it's spitting perfect. out broccoli all over the carpet. Mm. Oh my god. Uh, uh, uh. Um, and he's. The face he's making too, he's kind of like, <laughs> it's like yeah. coughing out in bursts. It's like he's bleeding yeah. out almost, like he has zero control <laughs> over what's happening. It's good. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and of course, Holly recognizes what this all means. Yeah, she knows. She, and uh, and uh, she rushes out of the room. 
Michael does try to talk to her, uses the E.T. thing, um, which doesn't work. And then when he realizes that he can't talk to her about this, she says, no, I don't want to talk to you about this. Um, he uh, once again uses the the, the metaphor uh, strategy and, you know, says that she he needs an HR rep so that he can apologize to Creed and Kevin. Um, Michael also doing some growth learning. He needs yeah. an HR rep and he needs to fix the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I do love what, what he says uh, here. Um, you know, he, wh- wh- where's the, I hold you very heavy in my heart line. I'm looking for that. Mm-hmm. But, but it, it, I really wanted you to follow through on your resolutions, the cartwheels, the veggies. I, care about you very much and you loom so large in my heart that Mm -hmm. i crossed the line yeah and this is of course directly to holly and we do get a you know a zoom in on holly Mm -hmm. she it's all clear for her you know she gets it and um i'm sure that uh this is kind of all the beginning of her maybe uh, well i guess she's already kind of been downing her relationship with aj but certainly the talking head that we're gonna get after this with her is seems like you know Things are over for that. Yeah, I think, I mean, this this episode is is one plot on this arc that happens with where Holly reenters the office in season seven and then exits with Michael at the end. So there's this kind of long progression about her reconsidering and then leaving her relationship with AJ, dating Michael again, mm-hmm. and then their, their proposal and exit together. And this is just like, this is one moment together where Michael has to kind of overcome this idea that Holly would be single and ready to date him as soon as she's done. Like that's, right. that's the only thing that Michael has mm-hmm. to kind of, that is really, that has to get aired out and does so in a very awkward way. Um, that as soon as Holly is not with AJ anymore, that she should suddenly be with Michael and that all of his dreams will come true. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but that get, that gets kind of uh, hashed out later in the season. Um, but yeah, just this moment where they, they aren't clicking. Like they're, Michael is clearly upset, and then Holly is kind of really uncomfortable with the way that everything is played out. She even says to Michael, I don't want to talk about it. Right. Um, so Michael has to kind of make amends somehow, some way. Um, and then, you know, after this, they there's the seminar, and then there's the search. Like, they, it, it, it's, it's, it's kind of a longer path. It doesn't happen mm. very quickly. Not as quickly as Michael wants and assumes it will happen. I, I'm really, so, you know, of course, this is not as an extended episode yet. I'm really curious to when you know, to see that when it does come out, because mm-hmm. I wonder how much more they'll dive into, to, to Holly and Michael. Cause I mean, I think that there's, you know, there's something to you, Holly's going through this thing with AJ where, you know, he, he doesn't want to get married. She does. They're not on the same page. He's not, you know, he's kind of maybe ignoring how she feels. And then to have Michael show this emotional intelligence and understand that he crossed the line and to say that and to apologize and to, you know, explain so, so well, you know, why and that, you know, she's so important to him, you know, that might be a big thing for her that, that he's showing more emotional intelligence, maybe, than AJ. I also wonder a little bit if this is Michael rerunning his playbook because he talks about his girlfriend, Tara. Mm-hmm. To see Holly's reaction, right <laughs> earlier in the season, yeah, 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 and it makes me wonder a little bit that this isn't. I mean, it's a better, it's better than the thing that happens in the conference room with the broccoli, <laughs> but it's not like it's this. You know, he's tr- he's trying to make an apology, and I guess it works out for him. But I don't know that it's like a, 
It's not like a genius level move, you know. Well, yeah. I, 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 but he tried to talk to her directly about it, and she didn't want to. Mm-hmm. So he did. He he was like, okay, how can I, how can I do this? Mm-hmm. So I I, I'm gonna say it's a it's for Michael. It's a bit of a genius level <laughs> move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Comparatively, right. might be right. <laughs> he succeeds, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So, anyways, I mean, I think maybe to wrap up the the Michael Holly storyline, it's it ends on a hopeful note, and uh, and we see a bit, a bit of growth from from Michael. And I think too, it's important to, like I mentioned, like to look at these moments. Maybe I mean, obviously, we're isolating this one episode, but there is a, a longer story arc within Holly coming back, um, the seminar where you know Holly eventually decides to kind of go along with this pod. She's like. She's kind of, I don't know. Yeah. You know, when she's like, um, when she decides to go along with Mykonos. Yeah, right. Um, and play along. And then the search where she's mm-hmm. the one who finds Michael there. So, like, this kind of happens as far as them, like, really coming back together. It's it's not as if, um, I, I just think it's important to think about these in, in these moments and Michael trying to make amends in this larger sort of scope or arc. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I was just <laughs> learning to love. <laughs> um we we haven't talked a- at all really about um Daryl Dwight and Andy going off on their own adventure this episode. Mm-hmm. Um the loose the search for a loose woman. The search for a loose woman and some books. Um and a little day Matthews back. <laughs> and a little, a little DMB. <laughs> and a strip club. Um and I can't wait I gotta talk about uh the rolling uh Portrayal of a roller rink, by the yes. way. Yes, yeah. Oh, there's well, some errors. Okay, yes. Let's get into we'll get it. There. So, so we go to um, what looks like it must be a Barnes and Noble. Um, sure, <laughs> but I guess they do, couldn't couldn't work out the Chili's style get the uh, partnership. <laughs> the going. partnership going <laughs> for this one. Um, but yeah, I I I guess this is. I mean, first of all, this is an odd pair. The, or the three trio. of them, trio. Yeah, they, each of the two of them have had their own, you know, sets of they've they've all done stuff together. Yeah, in in every arrangement of two. Yeah, uh, but but these three, yeah, you would. Are we? Uh, I believe we're pre we're pre Kevin and the Zits here. <clears throat> yeah, it's kind of more of a Robert California season eight mm-hmm. thing. That is and great. then, um, and then you know, I mean, I guess Andy and Dwight have been through all of their stuff together. I don't. Sure. That's that. one thing. Watching this episode, having our last episode that released on our sort of main feed outside of our Patreon feed. But mm-hmm. the last episode we did was Moroccan Christmas, a mm-hmm. direct lead into the duel. Mm-hmm. And for now to see them standing in a Barnes and Noble, granted, they don't know exactly what to do. They're like, <laughs> why are we pretending like we work here? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's <laughs> to why, see yeah. them go to that. Like it's very, help? very different yeah. from where they were in Moroccan Christmas. I'm going to say too, I, you know, we, we've talked so much about cringe moments on this show. This is, this is cringy to me. This is really bizarre that like that they're just going to, Post up in suits at Barnes and Noble and ask women if they need help finding anything is just a little. It, it, it just even this whole adventure of going it's out bizarre. to find loose women is just like in the middle of a Monday. Well, <laughs> the only, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just well. The only person to have any sense to like t- tell them exactly what you just said is Daryl, <laughs> and he's on a different. He's on a completely different mission. Yeah, he's just like I need a ride where well, I can yeah, eat my lunch. He's manipulating. Yeah, and <laughs> and for Dwight, you know, he's just. He's just hard-headed going through the front door, which is going through the door of a strip club. He's like, I'll meet a loose woman. There's a strip club. There's loose woman in there. I do I like, will go. I do like that, you know, it'd be so easy, so much easier to take your roller skates off 
before crossing the street <laughs> to yes. the... <laughs> yes, but less funny. Less much less funny. I like the idea that there are moments where Daryl and Andy are kind of going together, and Daryl is able to kind of get Andy to go along and do what he wants. Same with Michael, I guess. Yeah. And the same a little bit with Dwight, but to see Andy and Dwight both go along with Daryl in this moment is pretty <laughs> funny. They can just kind of lead them so easily. Um, into going to the bookstore, like a very innocuous place. It doesn't mm-hmm. strike me as super crazy that they're trying to meet women there just because it was never going to work in the first place, you know? Yeah, no, uh, I, I, it, yeah. it's not crazy to me. It just it yeah, definitely makes me Darryl. cringe that women are going to buy a book and they oh, are yeah. being harassed by these mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. idiots. Well, I don't even call it harassed. They're just helping them. <laughs> they're, but... just, they're just so inept. <laughs> yeah, I think know? harassed is a strong word. Yeah, and, and they abandon it pretty much immediately. Yeah, that's and true. And the bigger story is that Daryl gets an e-reader. And <laughs> From that cutie behind the counter. And they all go to the rink. I and hear I love... those things can hold like 10 books. Well, Actually, it's 10,000. And talk about oh, them shit. being... Yeah. What? <laughs> it's like a croissant. It's so yeah. light. Like a croissant. <laughs> Talking about them being like inept and misguided when they do said to go to the roller rink. They're like, what are we going to see there? Single moms at a birthday party, sweet 16, 10 year anniversary. At first, I was like, sweet 16, and it was like, oh, wait, 10 year anniversary is part of that. Yeah. What an insane <laughs> thing said, that might be a Monday at noon. Yeah. He says, yeah, there's always chicks at the rink. Chicks fall down, need help getting back up, roller derby practice. Like, who do they think these people are? I know. Yeah. I know. And again, Monday at noon, yeah. uh, which is, which is, Daryl's wide word, wise words of warning. I like he's like I got nothing against strip clubs, but I do on Monday at noon. Uh, and I mean, yeah, the roller rink doesn't doesn't work out either because yeah. it's well, true that no one's there. You no know what? Forget the teapot. I want to see Dwight, Dwight in the strip club. <laughs> Give me the whole Monday seat. at noon. Yeah. yeah, in the roller skates, in the skates, and and elbow pads and Hi, knee pads. Honey, I like your roller skates. In- Thank you. Are you loose? <laughs> what? I've come for a loose woman. <laughs> We haven't even gotten bread yet. <laughs> in terms of yeah, in terms of being inept and misguided and not having any idea of where they're going to go with this, there's no one at all at the skating rink. They give it to themselves. No, completely. I love that. Um, mm-hmm. Which is fun. It like it ends in kind of that fun note where like they're skating around. Daryl is is ejected and is reading his book. Dwight jumps out and goes to the strip club. Andy has the ring to himself. Mm-hmm. After mm-hmm. a little DMB, gets hit. Said no hits. <laughs> the the look on his only. face. He's like, I said no hits. As as the song plays, he almost has a look to the yeah. DJ like, All right, you know what you're doing. You, <laughs> you, got you got me. You got me. Ooh, doggy. <laughs> I will say, I guess also just the way this storyline ends with the with the dancing on the rink with no roller skates. Right. Uh, you love it so much. Is it? No, it's it's cafe disco vibes. It's awful. <laughs> You're right. It's true. I agree with you. No boy. It's not great. I mean, you can't ask the actors to dance on rollers. Dancing in roller skates is very difficult to do, and you can't can't ask them to do it. Cut the dancing. You could have them skating (laughs) together still, you know, but they'd already taken off. I'm not mad at it. It's such a small moment. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which is why I didn't need to be there. But (laughs) like, you could also have them just like laughing, like pushing each other down, like. Just being on skates or whatever. Oh, mm-hmm. a super cut of them falling would be great. Be great. And laughing. Yeah, having a good time Something with like it. Something like that. Yeah, for Could sure. Be good. Alex, do you want to air your grievances with how the roller rink is portrayed now? Oh, there was, well, there's one. First of all, there no one's... Obviously, they wouldn't. They weren't planning to do like a cosmic thing on Monday at noon. <laughs> uh, but well, the, the number one thing is the skates that they're wearing. Those are like leather Rydell skates, like similar <laughs> to the ones I have. They're very nice. They're not... 
rental rentals at all. They look brand new. Like yeah. some PA was like, go get three pairs of roller skates or something. No, no, no. They listen, this is how it goes. They did a prop Tell show me. and tell. The prop master probably brought oh. a few different kinds. And he does the thing, he's like, This is what you would get at a real rental oh, place. Okay. And then they go, Oh, it's kinda like they're kinda <laughs> gross. And it's like, Well, we have these new ones too. And they're like, Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's really good. In this scenario You always gotta have your options. In this scenario, you're very <laughs> sympathetic to the person presenting props and very critical of the person making the decision. Assholes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess, All of them. No, I like that. That's true. I mean, no, but that's it, how it goes. Well, the, the ones the they chose actors aren't gonna want to wear the shitty ones or something. Of course. Like yeah. They chose the incorrect yeah. roller skates, is what I'm saying. Uh because yeah, you're gonna get your like general Brown leather with the orange. You didn't have the orange toe plug. That is the uh, universal yeah, symbol of, of yeah. like a rental skate, and they mm-hmm. didn't even have that. Mm-hmm. And, and I was watching them taking them off, and I was like, "Yeah, those are those are nice. Those are nice Brand skates. New. They wouldn't be. Yeah, they wouldn't yeah. have those there." Yeah. Um, Interesting. I didn't catch that. Also, Monday at noon, they were definitely like they wouldn't be open if no one came. Then, like, there's definitely going to be a school group or something. Right? There's going to be kids. If there's anyone in a rink during the day, it's kids yeah. and yeah. their parents. Yeah. Um, you got like a one family. Yeah, there'd be one. Yeah, something. Or that's a lesson time. Something. Yeah, lesson. But time, like, yeah. I, I I doubt they'd even be open then. Like they mm. would take Monday off. You know, it's like sorry. <laughs> but it's noon on a Monday. Anyway, it, that's just what it came down to. Just the skates. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe they'll get it. Next and you time. and you got to pay extra if you want to play your own music and have your own cosmic night. You know, they're not they're not giving that away. Yeah. They made buddies with the DJ. Yeah. Um, I do like that Andy says, uh, did you meet someone? Yeah, I did, actually. His name is Andy. Andy Roller Skates like a Greek god. <laughs> and you know what? I kind of like hanging out with him. Shout out. Yeah, that's uh, Shades Sweet. of Business Trip, too. Yeah. Of getting to know Oscar. He's delightful. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same thing. It's like you give you give Andy some free time and a chance. He'll mm-hmm. he'll like him. Mm-hmm. He needs he needs that. He, needs he, does, some he does really needs <laughs> yeah. to, to like himself. Some self-esteem, yeah. But it, it, it's a nice... It's almost the whole point of that storyline yeah. is is bringing closure to Andy's comment at the top of the episode about like learning Cooking to cook for, for one. one. It's not a pity party. It's, it's not a party. Sad. It's just sad. No. And he, you know, they resolve that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has fun. He can have fun alone. Um, yeah. And well, I mean, you, oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I guess to wrap up, we'll, we'll, we should go back to the ensemble and the New Year's resolution. Well, I think that's kind of exactly where I kind of wanted to go as well. I think I'm just thinking about mm-hmm. it now. So. Maybe we talk about Andy maybe coming to this conclusion. Dwight uh, also reaching, learning his lesson about going into this, um, the strip club midday. Pam throws the resolution board away and says, lesson learned. And I think that's kind of what happens at the end of this episode. And maybe that's a little on the nose for a sitcom, but Pam learns a lesson about trying to get everyone to join one of these initiatives. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Michael, yeah. Uh, obviously Andy and Daryl and Dwight learn their lessons a little bit, not like in a uh, punitive way, but just, you know, what is that moment of realization that they have? Mm-hmm. And then Michael has his realization. My resolution, I never want to make Holly cry again, unless it's from laughing too hard or making love too beautifully. <laughs> so they all kind of have these little yeah. lesson moments. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, um, like you said, Holly is talking about being just fine. Um, just fine. And then fine. Michael is trying to impart wisdom into Creed with cartwheel. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, and of course, leading up to Pam throwing the board away, you know, we get <laughs> Kevin. Hey, Ryan, how's yeah. it going with your fart project? <laughs> and I love how hard Ryan comes yes. back at him. <laughs> oh, really, Kevin? This coming from the person who just tried to shove the butt end of a broccoli <laughs> in his? <laughs> just because Michael said so? Yeah, yeah it's so good. <laughs> I, 
I love it. <laughs> and then and then Aaron doing the cartwheel. Creek. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> um, it's very similar to when Michael ruins, you know, the Secret Santa turns mm-hmm. it into Yankee Swap, and everyone's just kind of disheartened and disillusioned and bummed out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he kind of does his resolutions where everyone feels bad about themselves and everyone's turned on each other um, and making fun of each other. Yeah. 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 Um, great, great episode. This is a good episode. I think one of the things that I wanted to mention about yeah. this episode is that it really makes great use of the ensemble. I think this yes. is a signature yeah. of season seven that I think the ensemble feels um, balanced in, a, in the right way. Um, like... I think the way they use like Kelly is utilized just a little bit um, yeah. when it comes to taking off the um, taking off the mittens. Um, her reaction there, um, talking about um, talking about smoking. I could be pregnant, and Ryan says, "No, no, no, no." And then <laughs> that leads into her resolution. And then also when Michael and Holly are having their conversation, they're like, "Et Reese's pieces." Kelly's <laughs> like, "Oh my God, please stop!" Like that, she's <laughs> utilized very, very well. Same with mm-hmm. Ryan. Um, little think, dash of Gabe intercepting the frisbee. Yeah, <laughs> it's really yeah. his only thing he does. In this episode. Interception. And and not and not every ensemble episode has to use every character dramatically. No, no, but I thought no, that they no, use everybody nice. very well to tell the mm-hmm. story, to have comedic moments. I felt like it was. And how subdued is Jim in this episode? He's oh, barely in it, you know. And it's I think true. it works for the best. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And ending ending with the scene with Creed too. Mm-hmm. Another resolution to, uh, you know, Michael. Needing an HR representative talking uh, to Creed. And, I don't think I'm there yet, boss. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I love that line so much. That's really great. Yeah. Well, I am. And he self-proclaims the perfect cartwheel when it's, you know, yeah. barely that. He's like, mm-hmm. and Michael's and Michael like, accepts you, you did? It. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's all I had to do all year. I love <laughs> that look of pride. And he doesn't, he doesn't shake the hand. He's just looking at the cameras. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, uh, another great scene if, in the entry of... Uh, Creed's just doing a performance for the cameras. Yeah. He's just having his own, <laughs> yeah. in his own show. Uh, well, there you have it. Ultimatum season seven. Fabulous episode. We're going to take a quick break. Meet back up in the conference room. This week's episode is brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well, with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. Green Chef has options for every lifestyle. Keto and paleo, vegan, vegetarian, fast and fit, Mediterranean, and gluten-free. And as the only keto meal kit on the market, Green Chef makes sticking to a carb-conscious lifestyle easy. I also really appreciate that Green Chef is sustainable. Their recipes feature organic produce, premium proteins, and sustainably sourced ingredients. And with Green Chef, you're reducing your food waste by up to 38% versus going to the grocery store. Ryan and I love using Green Chef. Uh, this week, we actually have a, a couple that we're really excited uh, about coming to us. Cauliflower and couscous bowls and roasted rainbow carrots and fennel. They both sound super healthy, and uh, we're really into fennel in this house lately. So <laughs> that's going to be a big hit, I think. So if you want to check it out, go to greenchef.com slash scott60. That's scott six zero. And use code SCOTT60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Again, that's greenchef.com slash SCOTT60. And use code SCOTT60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Right now, right now, conference room. Topic, hopefully, let's go. All right, welcome to the conference room, folks. Um... 
We're going to start off this one with a message from someone uh, from our last Patreon mailbag. And if you don't know what that is, what are you doing? But you can also join our Patreon, $5 a month, ad-free episodes, uh, our special monthly mailbag episode where we get to... We, we, we answer every question we get on the mailbags, um, and, but, yeah. except we saved this one from Jason, one of our new tots. Shout out, Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, and on, on the episode, we talked about what our spirit animals are, uh, as, in, as in me, Sean, and Edwin. But the other question was, what are spirit animals for all of the characters in the office? And we thought that's a big question that deserves a big answer that, is, that deserves a big episode. So yes. uh, let's do this, guys. Let's go around... Um, there's a few ways we can do this. I'm thinking we just say the character and I'll go around and say what we think mm-hmm. their yeah. spirit animal is. I don't think we need to like decide <laughs> well, it's the other together. way. Yeah. <laughs> well, like we agree on what they all would be uh, or, um, you know, or in Sean's case, say an animal. We just have a fixed list of animals and we assign a character <laughs> a fixed to them. list of animals and a fixed list of characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, plot them one to one. But um, I think we just do a character and say what we think. Yeah. Yeah. We'll I, I, discuss I, it. Michael Scott. Let's start with, let's mm-hmm. start with the big, the big, Ooh, the big man. I was not expecting you to say the that. The big one. man. I did, oof. Um, I, I was, I was gonna go, you know, like a, just a, a silly animal to me. You know, is is the meerkat. Oh, <laughs> wow. Um, you highly know, social, highly, highly social, highly, animals. highly like, um, you know, a bit, a bit. Uh, I don't know. They're just like the way that they always are out watching and stuff. I feel like Michael's always trying to figure out if, if people like him or think he's mm. funny or something like that, perhaps. Yeah. Um, Great singers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lords of the Manor. Lion, Ca- Lion King. <laughs> Michael, That's Michael right. Scott's a good singer. Good skater. That's right. He's, um, he's an excellent figure skater. Um, skater. Or maybe a, perhaps a monkey. I don't know. Again, just a silly, sure. just a silly yeah. animal. I said a one-year-old yellow lab. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. Just puppy. Very dog, but like he's grown. He's he's big. He's fully sized. <laughs> he's not a child, but mm. like full of energy, uh, full of um, attention-seeking behavior. Very lovable, but also just can also ruin your day. Mm. Like can totally mess up everything in your house. Can take a shit indoors. Can <laughs> just absolutely ruin your house or whatever. But at the end of the day, you're like, I know, but he means. Look at him. Like he just doesn't know any better. He's just a little little mm-hmm. fawn out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's it. I'm saying one year old yellow lab. I thought of the same thing or a similar thing. I should say I don't know enough about dog breeds to really be able to prescribe one, but like a golden retriever or a dog in some sort of way, in that they can be clumsy, very loyal, very passionate, too strong sometimes Thick-headed. for their own good. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, well-meaning, but can often cause a lot of uh, collateral damage mm-hmm. and wants a lot of unbroken eye contact all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be within 10 feet of you or I get a lot. Yeah, of exactly. A lot of loyalty, but also like uh, codependence in a lot of ways. Yep, like they need totally. companionship and reassurance. And yep. uh, otherwise, you know, they just have a bag of vegetables and some, some green before you know it, it's time for bed. <laughs> yeah. All right. So a dog or a mere cat, okay. Michael. <laughs> okay. Um, How about Dwight? Dwight, I mean, I, I feel like it has to be a predator. Um, Does it? I, I would I would put, I mean, you know, I know that what, Dwight would certainly see himself as like a wolf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or like a like You've unleashed the wolf. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I know he compares himself to a cheetah 
and a um, what's the snake that a, a, a black mamba snake or black something. pepper snake like, something what's like it? that yeah, black pepper snake he black outran snake, one yeah, yeah that's somewhere right. between a snake and a mongoose yeah. yes that's it um what's that, what'd you say <laughs> you didn't, you didn't as, give as an a, animal as a wolf a hawk oh, I, okay, I think suggestion okay. yeah what, oh. where did you what did you have I think that Dwight is more of a protector or a mm. defender than huh. a predator you know yeah um I actually thought I mean thinking of Dwight I mean, when he, he calls talks, himself a lion too when he talks about uh, yeah when he <laughs> talks about a, a laughing like a chimpanzee begging for its life I think Dwight actually might be in that zone of like a, a monkey who's like measuring his the person that's across from them mm. and is actually a lot stronger, like a chimp, like a chimpanzee gorilla. or something. Yeah, yeah. It's very hard for me to not think of the chimpanzee from Nope, where it's like very strong. You don't really want to provoke it. You know? <laughs> um, oh, God. Yeah, but yeah, I'm horrifying um, stuff. S- something like that. Um, yeah, yeah. What do you think, Alex? I said a wild boar. Ah, mm. uh, uh, kind of in between all these things. Neither yeah. a protector, neither necessarily a predator. But if you like corner one, like you're like, oh look, a pig. And then it's like that's it's not a pig. That mm-hmm. thing can outrun you. Like mm-hmm. it, it it's it, it's very serious situation all of a sudden. And who can get more serious quickly than Dwight? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking of, you know, when Andy's troop bursts in and he's ready with a weapon. You know, he he's got a knife ready to go. <laughs> same, same thing when he protects uh, Jim from, uh, from Roy. So I don't know something about a wild boar. It's it's farm adjacent. It's a pig, but it's also wild. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. Uh, that is Dwight, who is domesticated, but not. Yeah, he's not in his in his heart. He's not domesticated. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I would revisit the the whole chimp thing that I was talking about. Maybe Dwight's more like a bear because, mm. and I only he say would it, like that. He would like that a lot. And I think a big piece of that might be that like bears from a safe distance can be very silly and clumsy in a lot of ways. Yes, <laughs> but you really don't want to engage with them too much. Yeah, um, that's true. And when they're really dangerous, they're really dangerous. And I yeah. think Dwight is very very dangerous when he's unhinged and um, yes. uncontrolled in certain ways. Like yeah. as Toby says, as soon as I get my weapons back, you know, I'm going to like <laughs> yeah. So I think maybe there's something there for Dwight yeah. and, and bears, I mean, it's obviously they are natural predators, but they aren't, um, I don't know. They need to be engaged or feel endangered and stuff mm-hmm. in some sort of way for the most part. Otherwise they, I feel like they, um, are happy, content to eat salmon and berries and stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Well, what? Moving on. What do you think about? Uh, what do you think about Pam? Spirit. I'll go first on this one. I said an elephant. Mm. Hmm. Very emotionally intelligent animals. Elephants. Okay. Um, okay. Very in touch with how people are feeling. How how well or how other elephants. How other elephants are feeling. Very social. Um, social structures, family structures, very important in elephants. Pack animals. Um, uh, you know, Dwight says plain, hardy women of Scranton, and I'm thinking planes. Uh, no, that's not true. But also, they paint. They can paint with their little, with their little trunks. Oh yeah, uh, that's elephants right. can. That's very and so. Good. They have an artistic. Uh, they, <laughs> they have an ability to make art. Mm-hmm. Um, as does Pam. Uh, not saying she's <laughs> she paints as well as an elephant. She's much better. Mm-hmm. But uh, it just felt like the right animal for our, mm-hmm. for Pam. I mean, maybe this is a cop out of it, but I thought of a dog as well, just emotionally intelligent. Yeah. Not like in the, obviously very different from Michael. Different from Michael. Maybe yeah. the old dog. Yeah. Different like, breed, um, for sure. Like an Australian Shepherd or something, like one mm-hmm. of those dogs that is like very smart and emotionally intelligent and kind of can, is very surprising in certain ways. Mm. St. Uh, Bernard. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I think with you guys, I, w- I was thinking, you know, ve- you know, intelligence, peaceful, maybe like a mm-hmm. dolphin. Yeah. A, you know, I love Seems, dolphins are peaceful. 
Are they not? No, no that's probably a good point. <laughs> but like, or like, I was like, like Pam can be very like. Okay, we see moments of this not being true, but she can be very content with like where she's at in the. She can. She's very present and like mm-hmm. you know seems fine with where she's at. Maybe that's like I don't know why is like a deer. <laughs> I thought about a deer, but yeah. Then I was like, I don't know, deers are. But there's things that she does that, but, but deers are also stupid, and she's not stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. No, I think that wraps it up. Are they? I don't yeah. know. I don't know anything about animals. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Okay. How about uh? Let's go. Let's speed it up a let's, little we'll, bit. Let's here. speed it up. I think we can do. Let's do jam. We'll do the main characters, and we can go the others really fast. Yeah. Do kind of a fire round sure. on the rest of them. Uh. So. Kevin Panda. Loves to eat, doesn't breathe. Kevin is a panda. Yeah, exactly. I thought Kevin <laughs> panda is perfect. It's the easiest yeah. one. Wait, let's go to Jim real quick. I think we can okay. all agree on panda. For, mm-hmm. That's perfect. I think of Jim as an octopus. Oh, oh wow. Like very smart and good at solving puzzles squirming and things. Out of, oh. Squirming out of a tight space. But it also kind of feels like the intelligence isn't utilized as well as it could or should be. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I wish there were other ways to see octopuses on octopi. On uh, on display and being very smart more often, and Jim is also kind of like for someone who shows the kind of capabilities that he has, he <laughs> uses a lot of it's it rare. To, to prank uh, Dwight. Right, mm-hmm. you know? it's rare. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, I said a horse. Oh yeah, the horse is long good. neck. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> giraffe, <laughs> giraffe, horse. No, a uh, horse just felt right. I don't know why. I thought, um, pretty pretty steady animal, mm-hmm. not a flashy animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, tall, fast, um, dependable, but also, you know, easily spooked. Um, <laughs> they, you know, if they need to get out of a situation, they will. Um, and they're kind of a dime a dozen. And it feels, uh, parts about Jim feel that way. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Nice. Hmm. Uh, Angela. John, do you have, an, do you have an opinion for Jim? Oh, Jim. Uh, well, um, if not I, that's okay. I, I struggled with Jim. Uh, I do kind of like, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I have a good one for Jim. It's funny how like Michael, Pam, and Jim all kind of feel very dog-like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. No, I, I don't have a. I that's okay. Didn't come up. With Let's a go one. to the lighting round then. Angela, a cat, as you said. Sure. I think that's very obvious. <laughs> I said a fox. A fox. Cats. C- cats too easy. Cats have the attitude though, and like leave me alone. Emotionally and, unavailable. You know, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> Foxes. Mm-hmm. They're kind of. They're kind okay. of manipulative, sly, and they also kill cats. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Angela. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, she's a cat, but I feel so like then she's is even white a cat because cat. of the way that yeah. he kills Pringles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Or a you fox, know, I should say. I had Bob Vance as a bear. Mm. He's a big old bear. Oh, I didn't do one for Bob Vance, but he's a big old, big old bear star. <laughs> You're right. Um, but a very protective one. Mm-hmm. Ryan's a peacock. Yeah, Ryan and Kelly are like <laughs> oh, exotic birds. Peacock. Yeah, I or, said Ryan yeah. was a house cat. Oh, okay. Who thinks, sure. who thinks he's like this grand, important thing, but mm-hmm. you're just a domesticated house pet, dude. Yeah. Like, chill out. Yeah. I thought Ryan and Kelly a little bit like in the same vein, like... Tropic or like a birds that uh, need to peacock, even if they are. Mm-hmm. Or, oh yeah, like, or like they just kind of need to display and gain attention. Yes, and exactly. Just, but and really, they, they actually just wobble around when they walk. They just bicker yeah. a lot. Yeah, too. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said for Kelly and Ryan, I did, Ryan is a house cat. Kelly is a chihuahua. Mm. Just two two <laughs> yeah, little house. Kelly pets. is a chihuahua. Is good. Yeah, two house pets that don't yeah. get along. I think Stanley's a gorilla. 
<laughs> I said a donkey. Mm. Just like kind of unmoving, but like you don't want to provoke it too much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like just but keep, like, your, keep your distance. But also like when he's when he's provoked, it's like you know, when he's running in the sumo suit, when, he's, uh, <laughs> he's like, when he says fast. that, I said, or he's suddenly like the fastest, strongest, <laughs> yeah. per- and you don't want to mess with it. Yeah. yeah. Creed's a raccoon, the criminal of the animal <laughs> oh, kingdom. Perfect. <laughs> that's exactly right. I said donkey for Stanley. That's but good. Yeah, that's, really good. Good. that's good. Gabe, I said a bat. Mm. Everyone is kind of repulsed oh, by bats. Wait, I had a good one for Gabe. But something about, something about a bat just makes me think of Gabe. Leathery, like... You could go physically similar to Gabe with other animals, but I feel like a bat is just something people don't want around. They think it's yeah. going to mess up their hair, and it just kind of gives people the creeps. You don't think yeah. he might be more like a giraffe, like just kind of tall and awkward? How is giraffes this? are so majestic and cool. That's true. Yeah. Giraffes are pretty, and yeah. bats are like so... Yeah, wiry little things. I don't know. Get out, I, skeleton I I had, man. <laughs> skeleton man. I, I, I had turkey for Gabe. <laughs> oh wow, we went because that's like very I guess that's like just the dumbest animal, <laughs> and Gabe just huh. comes across so clueless. Uh, even more than Michael, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Daryl. I said a dove. A dove. Oh, just, he kind of just he kind of brings peace. He sort of is just like, mm-hmm. I feel like he can negotiate well. Hmm. He kind of calms situations down. And if you see, it's he's just sort of like, he's not going to make a situation worse. If anything, he's just going to be like, hey, everyone, it's okay. Mm-hmm. We're, we're all doing fine. Um, same way I'd feel if I see a dove. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. Yeah, uh, Daryl is very much, I mean, I, I, I can't think of a similar comp, but he's very much like. Um, oh, also, sorry. Also, doves, um, very, very melodic. They can they can they have an interesting sound. Oh, that's our automatic cat feeder. Oh yeah, in the background. <laughs> uh, uh, doves are very melodic, kind of songbirds, mm-hmm. and and Daryl is also that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about Toby? Cow. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Just kind of. Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can see donkey too. Maybe that's just because. Is yeah. Eeyore a donkey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A mule. Is there yeah. an animal that is like an amorphous blob of khaki? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Manatee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's khaki colored cows. Mm-hmm. Go with that. Aaron? Puppy? Uh, I said a zoo otter. Mm. Not a wild otter, okay. but one of the otters at the Oregon Zoo who's just trained to be very playful <laughs> yeah. and are just Well, happy. her perception of reality is different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Meredith, I said an orangutan, mm-hmm. red-haired, uh, mm-hmm. solitary, confident, uh, crazy. Mm. Um, Jan is um, maybe like a like a swan or a goose. You know, oh, they yeah. seem very, very, yeah, a goose, very elegant. A goose is a good one. Proud, yeah, and very mean, but dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> and then you get up close, and a goose yeah. can free, it just yeah. shits on you and yells at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Robert California said a bonobo. Okay. Okay. Enough said. Mm-hmm. Very sexual you monkeys. Know, <laughs> one that just popped into my head maybe is like t- Toby's very sheepish. Oh yeah, mm. a little bit. Be a sheep. Hey, you know. So that's why I say he's a hedgehog. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, Oscar, I said an owl. Ah, mm. uh, yeah. Kind of solitary, Definitely. very judgy, mm-hmm. up in a tree, nocturnal. Yeah, nocturnal. I mean, the owl is the academic. Of yes, the, exactly. Of the animal yes. kingdom. And it starts with a no. Yeah. So mm-hmm. come on. Yeah. A one, a two, a three. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We did it. I think that's everyone. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, good. Well, Mer- did we do Meredith? We did. I, I said orangutan. Oh. oh yeah. What did you have? I don't know. She's just like seems like some sort of like like malnourished flying squirrel or something. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I just imagine some sort of big bug-eyed nocturnal animal. Busted. <laughs> I have Vienna sa- sausages and napkins. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys remember your spirit animals Sound from the? In my head. Uh, no, I'm so, I'm gonna have to say that if you want to know our spirit animals, oh, you're gonna have to uh, check us out on Patreon. Okay, well, no, thank you again to Jason, uh, a new Todd who submitted this question yes. that we decided to take to the main feed. I think there are a handful of other things from Patreon that we would also take to the main feed. For example, mm-hmm. a drafting of character pairings. I think that would be really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but it's a great way to get in contact with us. A great way to uh, get some extra content. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'll come out and say that. Uh, I think our last Patreon mailbag came out a little later in December. We're going to try to be a yeah. little earlier this month. So yeah. shooting for earlier middle of the month for this week's or this month's Patreon bag. So yeah. may, <laughs> this month's Patreon episode. So mm. uh, join, support us. It would be great to have you. Yeah. And if you aren't going to get Patreon, but you do want to feel free to guess our spirit animal. Send us an email. Give mm-hmm. us a... Give us, give yeah, us a reason. I would like to Pick hear an that. animal, what you think we are. <laughs> Tell us why. Yeah. Um, we'll read some of those on our next... Uh, one of our next episodes, too. We'll see if you get it right. Mm-hmm. All right, fellas. Never guess in a million guesses. <laughs> what do you say? It's all goat. To some trivia. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's just do our thing, collect our hardware, and get the hell home. Okie dokie. This trivia comes to us from Kelly. Warning. 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 <laughs> I can't get enough Kevin drops and was inspired to do this. Kevin Malone trivia. Nice. You guys dominated my Bob Vance trivia, so I tried no to. No way, Jose! <laughs> <laughs> so I tried to make this one harder. Good luck and keep the drops coming. Question number one What woman does Kevin attempt to set Michael up with in the chair model episode? Wendy. That's correct. Hot, as in juicy the, redhead. Hot, juicy redhead. How long is Kevin the regional manager? How long is Kevin the regional manager? Not not at all. Kevin is the regional manager for one hour in Roy's wedding as a result of the chores wheel. Oh, <laughs> regional. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, nice. Very good. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, what? It's just nice to win one. Good drop. Thanks. Okay, what was Kevin's nickname? Right back ni- at you, bitch. <laughs> what was Kevin's nickname in high school? Kool-Aid man. <laughs> Correct. Kevin says, if this man ever wins an Oscar, he is going to be a very rich dude. <laughs> John Cougar Mellencamp. Yeah. Correct. What is Kevin's favorite movie? Uh, American Pie 2. Yes. Oh, American nice. Pie 2. Wow, nice poll. <laughs> In the episode Diversity Day, what race does Kevin have on his index card? Um, Jamaican? No, Italian. Oh, Italian. he's looking yeah. at Maybe yeah. some he, spaghetti. I think you do a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the name of Kevin's dog that he adopts in season eight? Ruby. Ruby. Oops. She stinks. <laughs> uh, what is stolen from Kevin when the office is robbed? Surge protector. He is now prone to surges. <laughs> in the episode Todd Packer, what does Kevin say he was very? he has very little patience for? Uh, stupidity? Yes. Nice. <laughs> when the office forgets about the Christmas party, Nellie suggests this dessert, which deeply offends Kevin. Oh, uh, cupcakes. Carrot cake. 
You had you were close. mini cupcakes, mini cupcakes, mini as in the mini version of a regular cupcake, which is already a mini version of a cake. Honestly, where does it end with you people? <laughs> Enough carbohydrates for you. <laughs> Kevin said. <laughs> Kevin said Stacy is the blank person he proposed to, but she is the first person who said yes. Fourth. Yes. Is it correct. Fourth. Wow. What wow. does Kevin can waste? <laughs> <laughs> what does Kevin contribute to be auctioned off for crime aid and who wins his item? Oh, doing his taxes. Mm-hmm. Yes. The tax man. Kevin does your taxes. Yeah. Who wins? Um No one No one? No, no one. one. <laughs> <laughs> I would really appreciate it if people would stop storming off the stage. Yeah. When Michael spreads rumors about everyone in the office, what rumor did he make up about Kevin? There's a small person inside of him operating yeah, control with control. <laughs> <laughs> Controlling him like he a machine. Said I was dull. <laughs> okay, this is uh, this is the final question El here. Ultimo. It's a doozy. Do you like it as much as you like men's butts? <laughs> <laughs> Name all of the costumes Kevin wore on the show. Michael Moore. Uh, yeah, the the monkey. Uh, he was uh, Michael Moore on the costume contest. He like the chimpanzee in the last season, season nine, season eight. He, oh, he does wear that. Well, that's not on here, but yes. Um, uh, the Incredible suit, the Dunder Mifflin yeah, superhero. Say Incredibles, Dunder Mifflin man, uh, Mister Incredible with the Dunder yeah. Mifflin mm-hmm. logo in season two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the Joker. Uh, that, <laughs> yep, an employee the... transfer. Oh, and, and uh, he's Chris Bosh, or is he uh, Dwayne Wade? He's Dwayne Wade Dwayne and Wade. Spooked. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He's Michael Moore. And I kind of look like Michael Moore. <laughs> he is Paul Blart in Koi Pond. Okay. <laughs> <Paul Blart. laughs> he is um, he is Phyllis in the cold open of costume contest. Okay. When everyone is oh, when everyone oh, is trying to see fall. if Stan, Stanley <laughs> won't notice. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then <laughs> satchel, satchel. No. Uh, he is finally Charlie Brown, and here comes trouble oh, course, in season nine. Um, fabulous, Kelly from Ohio. Wonderful trivia. Thank you very much for sending that in. If you would like to yeah, send us trivia. <laughs> Email us your trivia at mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. You can also call us and leave us a message, 503-694-9314. Are we, did we just do a voicemail episode? Or we got Why don't you shut up? <laughs> no, we're due. Let's we're do one. due. Okay, so give us a call. Uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram. We have a website, michaelscottpod.com. And, of course, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash michaelscott. Become a Scott Stop for 5 bucks a month. We donate a portion of those funds to the Thurgood Marshall College Fund. Um, thank you so much to our Scott's Tots for supporting our show and for having so much fun with us. Uh, every month we'll have a we'll have a mailbag coming up for you guys soon. Um, <laughs> special thanks to Ryan Lloyd who designs our artwork, and this episode was recorded in person Ooh. in Portland, Ooh. Oregon. Well, we good. were going to talk about New Year's resolutions. Do you guys have any New Year's yeah, resolutions? Yeah, actually, I'm you know quick, what? This a quick one to go. This is a great mm-hmm. Easter egg for anyone who's actually uh, hangs Still on to the yeah. end of the oh, pod, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, More like a New Year's egg. But yeah, what What do you guys sure. got? What's your New Year's mm-hmm. resolution? Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Sure. All right. The resolution will not be televised. <laughs> um, my resolution is to keep pushing myself. 
I that might sound silly after having just moved to a new country, but yeah, I was going to say you've it's been a, real, real. It's a personal challenge, you know, to keep like pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. It's very easy to. Um, for me, it's like you know, I work. You know, we work a lot. It's a, a, a where I'm at. It's a busy company, so it's like the idea to keep pushing myself socially and to try to travel more and like just keep pushing, keep pushing. That's what uh, that's the uh, goal for this year. I've I've two I've two small resolutions. I try yeah. to keep my resolutions fairly fairly small and attainable because yeah. I'm not a huge fan of them overall, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. to give them one, my stupid one is a golf one. I'm like a, I'm like a 14, 15 handicap. I'd like to get that down to like 10, uh, maybe even under 10 by the end of the year. That's going to be very hard. But we got a trip to Bandon Dunes coming up in November, and mm. I'd like to be about a 10 handicap. So nice. knocking four to five strokes off my game, dude, would be pretty sweet. <laughs> uh, the other one than that is I would like to uh, rekindle my relationship with playing music. That's something hey. that's gone. That's a very good one. That's mm-hmm. gone very dormant in my life in the last three, four years, I'd say. Um, and I, I moved my drum kit even over to my friend's house where, so we could play because he plays bass. And nice. we jammed a couple times and so I haven't been doing it. Um, cool. Part of that has to do with the break-in. Uh, the oh, last thing I realized that was stolen was my guitar and mandolin. Uh-huh. And I had like a nice Martin guitar. Yeah. And my mandolin was also hand, hand-built and really nice. Um, and... What, it bummed me out that they were stolen, but it bummed me out even more that it took me so long to realize. So you didn't, yeah. And it was like such a shock of like, dude, you didn't even know they took your guitar yeah. for this yeah. long. Like, what is wrong with you, man? Yeah. Like, music used to be such a big part of my life, and it really hasn't hmm. in, in the recent years. So I'd like to, I'd like to turn that around. Nice. I um uh yeah. My first uh, uh resolution is uh, uh cooking uh, related. Want to cook more in general, but I've got I've got a couple of cookbooks that I was like, okay, I'm going to do ten recipes out of this book. Gregory Gourdet is a celebrity chef from oh, dude, Portland. I have, I've got we yeah, have that his cookbook right I've over got there. Everyone's table. I've got it. I'm I'm doing ten recipes out of that because they are beasts. But oh, I, oh, uh, I believe it. But I think that if I could do that, um, that would be. I mean, that's delicious food. Um, but anyways, you've been to Con? Oh yeah, been to Con. Yeah. Um, cook more, more challenging recipes. Um, I just want to say real quick over New Year's, Sean made these, uh, marinated steak tacos. Oh yeah. Unbelievable. Very good. Um, He spent uh, half the day at least prepping those things. Secret was you, you had to get all the dried peppers and de-stem them and blend them and yeah, it was well worth it. You made it, you made a marinade that was unbelievable. Thanks buddy. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, undercook the onions. No. <laughs> um, we made a great video, Sean, talking about how it was time to raise the stakes, and we'll release it when this episode. <laughs> I don't know. I felt I was exhausted at that point. I don't know. <laughs> it, they were phenomenal, man. That was that oh, was awesome. Yeah. Don't worry. Just it, it, the, on one hand, they were great, and on number two, I'm going to release it anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then, I think uh, kind of to, to go off of Edwin's, you know, push, keep pushing yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I, I think. You know, I'm 32, uh, and uh, I've been in my just a, cho- just a cherub. <laughs> well, I've been, you know, it's like I've been in my career for kind of like a decade now. Yeah, which you know, if anyone else out there is in a similar boat, yeah, it's like, I mean, 10 years, you you kind of reach this point where you know you haven't made it to the, you're not the boss, and and you've been doing it for a very long time, and I feel like I felt a bit of. You know, a bit of burnout, a bit of, you know, um, uh, Charlotte just gutted you. 
I mean, mm-hmm. being away from home was is tough. Like for where I've never been away from home for four months mm-hmm. straight. That was like yeah. that was brutal. But but at the same time, such a rewarding experience. So I think like I think I um, same here. I'm gonna I'm I'm going to keep. I'm gonna shake off of that. Shake off that like a little bit of melancholy and just like keep moving forward and and um, keep keep working hard. You know, mm-hmm. so I think I think too like you know just like post pandemic world like we all got really used to being in our homes and stuff like that and and uh, you know I mean I, of course like I was working through that and out there and stuff but everything was different. Um, it, it was kind of a bummer. Like so, I guess yeah. I guess my uh, this this New Year's I I have this feeling of like I just kind of want to wake up a little bit, shake all that off, and and go hard. In 2023. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> so, anyways, there I'm you go. inspired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go hard, dude. Well, let's go it's hard. Really hard. This Sean year. did uh, a lot of the wrap up normal already. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Dove into our resolution. So, thank you for sticking around if you have. But just the very uh, and once again, just thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us for kicking off the new year with Two us. Two thumbs <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the only Kevin getting, getting all I didn't the way get to, to this yeah. point in the episode. Um, just know that we appreciate you for sticking with us after uh, after these many years we've been doing the yeah. show. We're excited to keep it moving. So um, thank we're, you as we're always. A month and a half from two year from four, four years. years. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, just uh, just thank you. Thank you for supporting, for listening, for hanging out. High Take school. Care. That's all of high school. Stay <laughs> safe. We'll see you next week. Pippity coffee. Give me this up. Yes, yes sir. sir. To take me home. I love who I want to take me home. Take me home. Oh. You know what? Fine. I try to start fun traditions for you guys, but if you don't want to sing, no traditions. Closing time. Every new beginning comes from some other beginnings. And good night. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.